Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me, as always, is JD. How's it going, mate? Not too bad. How about yourself, mate? What did you think of the race last night? Oh, it was great. Like, how good was that podium? Yeah, that it was, was full it? on. Those Italians I, are crazy people, man. I don't think Eddie Jordan had any control over Nico Rosberg there either. I think he just butted in, nah, took it away, and yeah. did what he wanted. He was just having fun on this. And that was like, I loved the shot looking back. I think the FOM kept going back to that shot because it was that bloody bloke with a flag saying, please sign my flag, yeah. flopping around in front of the camera all they the time. They do that every year. They, they, they have Some of them have a pole and they'll put like a hat on it and push it up to the drivers like, yeah. sign this. Well, this one, the one that was last night was a flag with a whiteboard that wrote, please sign my flag with a pen. <laughs> it was just, they kept hanging around in front of everyone. It was just crazy. Um, no, but it was, it was a, it was an interesting race and it was, um, Lots of news and lots of stuff to talk about that's come out, not exactly from this race, but from this round. Yeah, a lot of stuff just before the round. Um, yeah. Yeah, a couple of big big drivers uh, announcing some big announcements. Yeah, so we might as well... Um, Crack on. Jump into our new segment, news. Hmm. All right, well, let's... Um, well, the major news, I guess we shouldn't beat around the bush, retirement. Which one? Well, Jensen hasn't announced it. Jensen hasn't retired. No, he hasn't. He's taking Jensen's, a sabbatical. Jensen's having a sabbatical. He's um, taking next year off, and he will be a driver ambassador and uh, help develop the car, I believe. Yeah, and he's still um, he's still going to be in the simulator lots, and he said he's going to still stay race fit, so he'll be ready. He just wanted a, a year where he didn't have to fly away 20-odd times to go to different race meetings plus practices and stuff like that, so he can... Be a bit of his own man. I think it's good. He's, he's, earned, he's earned a year off. Mate, he could retire now and, you know. Do you uh, think he'll come he's back? He's done a great job, so. Do you think he'll be able to come back after 12 months off? I mean, this is the big thing you got to talk about. He's already at the point where a lot of people, and ourselves included, we gave him two years max. Yeah, I I, I don't know, to be honest. I, I don't think he'll come back, but if McLaren bring out a flash car next year that's fighting for a championship... He might be like, oi. He might want to come back. And then you've got to worry about, okay, they've got three drivers. How do you handle that? Get Ferrari on board and get three te- three car teams back. Yeah, well, they, they did talk about that for a while. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. It's interesting. I Because we'll, we'll go straight back into this now. When Massa came out and retired and announced that his retirement, straight up, I messaged you. was like, well, Jensen's got a new home. When, uh, yeah, I sent you a message back saying, yeah. well, this is pretty obvious what's happened here. Uh, Jensen's obviously moving to Williams and it's sort of pushed Master aside, but I was completely wrong. No, that the Jensen's decision really blindsided me. I did not see that coming. Yeah. He, I thought he might announce that he yeah, is moving to a different team or leaving McLaren at the end of the season, but to go out and be like, no, I'm taking a sabbatical, I'm going to take 12 months off and be a driver ambassador and still help develop in the car but not race, I just... I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, Ted uh, Kravitz actually brought it up on the Friday during practice. He said, we're getting a lot of rumours today that Jensen's leaving F1. And uh, he had no no um, real hard ed- evidence on it. And then, yeah, was it Friday Arvo or Saturday morning or something? He'd come out and... Yeah, I think like, yeah. late Friday, like after the last session on Friday, because I think I got it, yeah, Saturday morning or something. Yeah, yeah. So um, they were they were onto it pretty quick there, and uh, yeah, they were hundred percent right. Mm. So, and then yeah, and then the other big news from the meeting was uh, Massa. Yeah, Massa. Felipe was, will be gone as of uh, his two hundred and fiftieth race will uh, be his last. I mean, that's a good, nice round number to finish up on. And Felipe's done lots. He's been there for years. Yeah, it was a pretty magical uh, coincidence, that 250 right on the dot. Yeah, yep. Just like, I finish off like, because then you go, I have to do another round number. I have to do 10 races. Do I do another 20? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have another season left in you? I like that he got to make the call because I didn't want him to be forced out. I think it's one of those things. If you've been in Formula One for these number of years, and like other sports too, I think if you've been in the thing for like 15, 20 years, you should be allowed to, you, the team might come to you and be like, hey, you know, this is what we would like to do. But, we, you know, they should be allowed to say, all right, I'm going to like retire on my own terms, even if you basically are getting pushed out. Yeah, I agree. Um, give the man some dignity. Uh, there is a few rumors circling around that there was some sponsorship money was going to be leaving the team so Massa's sponsors were going to be leaving the team as of next year because of um, some corruption stuff going on back in uh, Brazil. 
so that's that's not the best news. But um, other than that, he's done a great job of his career and uh, good on him. He can go out on uh, you know on his own terms. It's good. What do you think he'll do? Some um, Brazilian stock car that seems to be pretty popular. <laughs> Frosty uh, goes over and does that. I actually think he'll be going to uh, World Endurance. Yeah. There's a few rumours already going around about that. Talking about World Possibly Endurance. Possibly not. Just a quick one. Yeah, Weber. Weber won last night. Yeah, did a great job again. That yeah. Porsche's flying. They, got, they had a drive-through and everything. Yeah, no, they, good on They them. handed the lead back over to the Audi after there was a botched um, pit call. Oh, where okay. they He was kind of come in and then they sent him, stay out, and he's crossed the pit line again. Um, and then they're giving him a drive-through, but... They still managed to come out, and I think they won by like a minute, couple of minutes. Okay, that's so awesome. It was, yeah, it was good on him. Like, good to see Weber still winning, and he got married too. In other news, did he really? We- Weber finally tied the knot with these uh, misses that he's been with forever. With Anne. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Good on him. Congratulations, guys. Yep. So Kvyat, very rough interview after the Formula One was over, on, and he was in the pen. Um, yes. You were telling me about this earlier. Yeah, it is. A, I can't believe they did it. It's so gut wrenching. Like they, they've come out with this rumor that uh, Gasney has said something. So um, Gasney's a GP two driver that drives for Red Bull. He's winning the GP two championship at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically, there's been rumors just come out that there's been a, a reporter announced that Gasney said to them that uh, he will be driving in Singapore for Toro Rosso and Kvyat will be no longer there. If it is found that he came out and said that and it's not true, I, you can't do that. Oh, it's so... Gu- like, that's... But th- I just can't believe they blindsided him with it because he obviously knows nothing of it. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he couldn't say anything. He, he was just stuck for words, completely stuck for words. So it was a real shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, they went and interviewed Helmut Marco after that, yeah. and Helmut Marco kind of looked angry. Oh, I, you would expect it if it, if someone's coming out and just saying rumors like that, and if they're not true. Yeah, he he was like, "I'm going to be on the phone straight away to Gasly, um, and uh, we're going to square this up because he's not driving in Singapore for Toro Rosso." Yeah, well, the that's f- completely untrue. The first time I heard anything about that, I was watching Ted's Notebook, and he mentioned that. Ted said something about like, oh, it could be happening sooner than later. But Ted's like, I imagine more later than sooner. Yeah. So I was like, oh, whatever. I didn't expect too much of it. And then you've come out and said it again. And I was like, wow. It's like, I, I can't believe they just bombarded him in the, the pen, whatever you call it. Yeah. The the media pen. Media pen. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe they'd come out there and just do that. I understand, you know, but they're going to be wanting to ask harder questions, but not just complete rumors. To the man that looks like he's about to cry at every meeting you see him at. Yeah, no, it's be a rough nice one. to the kid. He's taking a hit. Like, his yeah. confidence must be at an all-time low. Yeah, he's about to lose his drive, regardless. And, um, yeah, it just, it was, it's not it's not very professional without any proof. They're coming out and slinging mud. Mm. So, yeah, anyway, chin up, boy. Yeah. Uh, moving on, F1. Looks like it could be sold, eh? Yeah, I, I was, um, I'm actually buying it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's I've, good. I got a spare. Have you got a spare ten bucks? I need some fuel money. That's all. Nah, nah. <laughs> Spend it all on F one. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, it looks like CVC Capital is selling up. Yeah, big media company. I, yeah, to Virgin Media, I think the I read something in um Forbes dot com because I read those type of articles. Yeah, and I'm saying that it's pretty much like a done deal. And Eddie Jordan came out. La yesterday out the race and said on Channel 4 or C4 it's called in Britain that Bernie could be stepping down after Singapore. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's really big news because Bernie's big. been at pretty much every race meeting forever. <laughs> yeah. We He's as old as F1 nearly. <laughs> well, he still owns 5%. Yeah. Even after this deal's done, is that right? I think that I think cuz it's not his he still he owned majority of it, I think originally. Yep. Then sold it to like CVC. Yep. Um, CVC sold some of their shares off, their stock off um, in 2012. And now they're looking at getting rid of Formula One for them. Like they don't want to be, they don't want to be part of it anymore. Um, Virgin Media is the alleged buyer. Um, And yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what percentage they've got. But yeah, I think Bernie's got like five or 4.5 or something percent. 
And I don't think that's in dispute. No one's, they're not trying to sell that. Yeah. Because only CVC can sell their shares. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, well, it's big news for Formula One. But I'm hoping that if it is a media company selling it, that they will promote the spectacle that is Formula One. Like, yep. if you just look at the crowds that are at Monza, down that straight, and the amount, like, huge amounts of people, flags, yeah. flares. Italian, you could not do Italy that. Italy is one of the most um, passionate. Passion is yeah, an for motorsport. How crazy they go for motorsport. But we need we need to introduce a bit more passion, I think, in other other cities. Downside of passion in Monza, if the fo- two Ferraris do crash out, half your field will half your crowd will leave before the end of the race. Yeah, and that's happened before. Yep, little downside, but yeah, they wear their. But when they they wear it on the, yeah. <laughs> There's no line that they are Ferrari through and through, and that's it. How big was the cheer for Vettel yeah. when he got on the podium? Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. It's it's the best podium of the year, by it far. Is. The way it's designed, even. Yeah. I don't understand why we haven't designed a podium like that in a lot of other places. I know. It's actually really cool, because wa- you walk out, you're over the... Over the track, pretty over much. Over the track, yeah. Yeah. Because um, they open it up and let everyone go onto the track, it's, like, it's great. Uh, when Jess and I were at Singapore, that was unbelievable. The like we ran along the straight because Daniel Ricciardo got on the podium and everything, and we got down there. And then there's just big chain mesh fences and stuff. Like you know, we're not that far away from the podium, but still to have them pretty much over top of all the people, it's that's amazing. Yeah, well, you get those big flags. <laughs> we touched yeah. on this at the start of the show, but yeah, you get those flags that are in the bloody way. Yeah. Do you have any on, other on other news? Do you have any other F one news? No, I, I that's, there's there is a lot of little stuff going on with um, there's a few rumors flying around with yeah, I uh, just, those type of rumors. I don't know. It's like by the time we go to live, yeah, they could be sold. But most things, uh, I, I don't think these ones will be going anywhere. I think it's a bit more about Renault's drivers. I don't ah. think they're going to turn up next year with the same driver lineup. No. I think, um, we actually Paul, uh, Palmer is going to be. Replaced. Replaced, yeah. Minimal. We were looking at that before. He, he's like 20th in the driver standings with no points. And you got Kevin Magnussen in 16th with six points. One thing I did see that was quite interesting, I thought uh, Williams would go for another already developed driver and try and stick him in their team. But rumours are that they're going for another young another young bloke, bringing him up from Formula 3. So That's good. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's, it's next a year. Big risk. Next year is gonna be unbelievable. It's We're gonna have cars. so much new blood in the system and new so blood, new, new cars, cars. new it, big tires, big tires, yes, little wings. Well, still big wings, but yeah, big tires, <laughs> really big tires. <laughs> yeah, they, I can't wait to see the cars. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be amazing. We'll jump across to the Australian race series. Yes, V8 Supercars. Oh, V8. sorry, Virgin Australian Supercars. It's all right. I can still call it V8. You can type v8s.com.au into the website and you'll still get there. Yeah. So it's fine. The V8 Supergirls. Yes, Michael. Um, they originally started off as a two-year deal with Harvey Norman backing under the ProDrive banner. They did their first year in the Falcon. It's looking like this year, no Falcon for them. Mm. Might be swapping it for a Nissan. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Um. They could be moving there. I, I think there's some other stuff going on in the background there, but yeah. Yeah, well, on. it's um, looking like this could be a trial to see if we can get Samoa into the main game. VA Supercars came out last year and pretty much announced, I think it's got like a million or... A, basically, they've organized all the sponsors that they'll need to field a t- car if it's for a female driver. Yep. They really want to promote, you know, get a female okay, driver cool. into the field. When NASCAR did it, it was huge for their ratings. Not this, you know, we just want to promote the sport in general. Want to get more people involved. And yeah, so if we can get a female into there, at the moment, James Walburn's come out and basically said that if it's not Simona Di Silvestro, it's going to be no one next year. So that's the only one they're looking at. And I think that's good because in this driver pairing, Renee Gracie is not ready for a main game stint. No, no, definitely not. I don't think she's ready for it. She's got a bit more competition now. Yeah, and with Chelsea in the development yeah, series, that's 
I think it's going to be interesting to watch in the next year or so who's going to be the... Because obviously Simona's not not an Australian. Yep. That's nothing to stop her racing here or whatnot. It's great that we have international drivers. I think there should be more. Yeah, I'd um, like to see more. But uh, for the first Australian girl to get a full-time gig, I'd, it'd be interesting to see. I think this Chelsea Arrigo is going to go a long way. If she can get the, some backing to help her get on the track and get some she, more seat time. She needs it. You yep. were saying before she couldn't even race in Townsville. Yeah, she they come up short for Townsville, which is a real shame. Um, so they couldn't even they couldn't even race in Townsville. It's about what sixty grand a meeting. Yeah, for a roughly, roughly without breakages, uh, you're looking at sixty grand a meeting, depending on what team. Some teams probably a little bit more, and some teams a little bit less. But sixty is a ballpark figure. Ballpark figure. And I guess with those road courses, it's probably more. Oh yeah, especially because you don't get any practice on street circuits other than that. Like yep. that's probably the only time these guys have ever driven on a street circuit. Oh yep, definitely. Yeah, there's there's bugger all. Um, That's what I always think. Like, it must be a big learning curve for any Dunlop drivers. Their first race, Calypso. And they don't get much testing time either. No. It is a real shame for them. They're bugger all testing time, so they're really shoved in there. I think you can see it. Their times really develop over the weekend, not just with the tracks developing, but... um, they're learning the track. And yeah, I think a lot of the younger drivers the show the, the biggest car. improvement over yep. the weekend. So, no, good on them. Everyone keep pushing, but it'll be interesting to see whether Simona gets in the full-time gig next year. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that she does. Yeah, I would like to see her in there. I think Dale Wood will probably be gone, and there are rumours about another, another driver leaving and yeah. also another driver coming. Yeah, well, the other driver that's heavily... Tip towards to go to Nissan is um James Courtney. Yeah, that's big news. So. And this could be also it's trying. I think this is also on Nissan's head. Motorsport want the big drivers on it because they really like nothing taking away from Todd and Rick and Caruso and Dale at the moment, but they really don't have that huge number one driver. No, no. they they don't have the consistent race winner. Yep, agreed. And I think they need like a lead driver like a Courtney. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, it, I think Courtney is a draw card, not just for uh, viewers to be going barracking for the team, but for sponsorship. Sponsors, that, yeah. Um, you get you Samoa know, a, and Courtney yep. and Rick. Well, and see, this is what we're discussing. Todd should drop and become the team manager. Yep. Keep Caruso. Yeah, I agree. I think Caruso and Rick should move... Should go on to next year. Yep. I think Dale, unfortunately for Dale Wood, he, he hasn't, just, he's he just hasn't been too proved. inconsistent and he's just been not fast enough. He's had his own backing the whole time. He's galvanized. He brought that across. Yeah, yeah. Without I that, I don't think he would have. I like Dale. He's a nice guy. He's friendly, easy to talk to, but I don't think he's proved himself enough in this series. Yep. And someone chucking a Courtney in there might be good for him. Yeah. I think actually probably would suit Courtney too. He's a bit of a fun sort of racer this, and that. Yeah, and, I and think this team, with they some could, good you know, they're going to build a car around him. I know they're doing it as well at HRT, Walkinshaw. But we've got a, another big-name driver like Garth Tander there as well. Yeah. So, and it'll be interesting to see where Garth goes. Because it, it was, um, you were talking about it earlier, actually, the yep. rumours with where Scotty Pye might end up. Yeah, well, there's, um, we're now Maybe with Holden leaving... With HRT backing going, yep. Um, so Walkinshaw is now without the major backer. With Courtney looking at going, it's opened up a spot for Scotty Pye, which is fantastic because we both said he can't, he shouldn't leave the category next year. Uh, definitely not. He's... He doesn't deserve. I think he's driving well and truly shows that he needs to drive next season. Agreed, mate. Definitely. I think he should be there next year. Definitely. And then I. Little backstory, guys. The computer died halfway through, so we're just, we've already recorded this, but it got not recorded. <laughs> so we're trying to remember exactly what we said. But I did bring up going with Walkinshaw leaving both, with leaving, with HRT Clean leaving Walkinshaw. Yes. Clean slate. Yeah. Get rid of Garth. Because you've got to think, of, Garth's going to be asking, Garth and James are probably asking for like a million dollars a year. Yeah. Um, I was watching Inside Supercars the other. Um, 
last night, not before or something. Anyway, um, and they were talking about Courtney. Yeah. Reports are that he's actually on about a million dollars a year at the moment, mm-hmm. which is quite a big uh, salary packet for a V8 supercar driver. Most of the drivers aren't on that. Yep. Uh, so your Jamie Wincups and your Craig Lowndes and stuff like that, possibly. But most of the other drivers are not on that much money. Now, there was rumors that he was going to have to take a big pay cut, but his managers come out and said, I'm not taking a pay cut. No. Um, They're looking for the same money. Yeah, pretty much. It says, despite expectations that several drivers will face a decreased salary next year, Glow, who's Alan Glow, who's James Courtney's manager, yep. um, rebuffs suggestions that Courtney is in for a pay cut. He's like, the pay cut is not going to happen. James has a certain value in the sport, both as a driver and his profile. And I can absolutely say there is no discounting of James's worth. Very nicely worded. Yeah. Basically uh, saying, pay me a million dollars. Yeah. And I It'll think, be interesting. I think Nissan won him pretty bad. It was all coming down to Nissan, if, if Nissan Japan. Stay, yes. Um, and they, I think that should be out this week. The Hopefully. announcement. This, this announcement of James Courtney... The deal should be done within a week. So there's every possibility by the time this goes to air, air, by the time this goes online. To data. To data. <laughs> yeah. To online. Um, on Wednesday, Thursday, it, it could be solved. We don't yeah. know. But at the moment, I'm, I'm thinking that he's probably going to go to Nissan. Um, I would like to see Ryan at, Ryan at Walkinshaw um, start again. Start clean slate. Get Scotty Pye in, and well, then they, Lucas Dumbrell. Seats. Lucas Dumbrell's come out and said he can't offer Nick Perkett a seat next year. He said, "I'm not in the position." Yeah, he needs a sponsored. Driver. He needs a sponsored driver, so he's like, he can't give it. So, and Nick understands that, so he's been talking to other teams. I think he should go to Ryan Walkinshaw, and so she's Scotty oh, Pye. I'm sure, he'll be knocking on that door. You got Scotty Pye and um, Nick Perkett. In a race team. The only bit about poor Scotty Pye is his manager's Roland Dane, and that might be a little bit of a bit of spill for Ryan Walkinshaw to take right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Do you want to talk to me? Because we need to talk about Scotty again. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's fine. Yeah. I, 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 no, I, I agree. I agree. I'm just spoken. Yeah, I just think that, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> but I just think that if you've got Scotty Pye and Nick Perkat in a race team, that's a pretty, gone, pretty good... Sh- like pretty strong driver lineup. Oh, that's looking to the future. Yeah, that is that really is, Scotty's. Scotty's on pace now. Nick probably needs another year, but and Nick, a decent car. I think Nick's been set back twelve months from being in the Dumbrell car. Yeah, and he he didn't he hasn't had a full time drive on and off. So, mm. um, no, it'll be good to see what where that team goes. And I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think you know they should. I don't know how much money they're going to be have have next year because they've obviously lost their major sponsor. So it'll be very interesting because mm-hmm. maybe getting rid of uh, Courtney and Garth is a good thing for I think it's gonna pay op- packet. It's definitely going to open up some like opportunities because you get Scotty Pye and Nick Perkett are going to be like what? I don't know what's a what's a base driver like? Oh, money wise, two hundred grand. A uh, majority of the drivers are probably paying to be there. They're not getting a salary. Yeah. So they might be getting some money that they off sponsors and stuff like that that helps them. Yeah, but like wired, okay, but Scotty Pye and Perkett Scotty don't Pye, have they Sco- don't have the backing. So what so are they going to ask Pye, for? So Scotty Pye, I reckon, could probably ask for two hundred grand. I don't think Nick could. Nah, Nick probably hundred, hundred and fifty. I don't even think that. I think he'd probably he'd be happy with a hundred grand and and uh, yeah. I think that's what he'd be happy with. Maybe they can throw in some stuff into their contracts. Yeah, with but then Nick's going to go and be like, you can't give Scotty all this money. I've won Bathurst and Clipsal. He hasn't. Yeah, but uh, Scotty's a more consistent driver, I yeah. think. He has, he's proven. But yeah, you're right. They're, they're both going to bring things to the table and they're both going to push their so best that's, points. That's, that's my tip. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree with you. 100%. Good, good strong driver lineups. The Retros. Re- the retro round. The not so retro, super cheap, the Chaz Mostert's car. Apparently, two thousand and twelve, a uh, two thousand and two. This is twelve years ago. Wow, it's so that's long. so retro. Yeah. God, we didn't even have iPhones back then. Mm. How did we communicate? I don't know. We still had the internet, so that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just could internet on the go. 
I don't mind the the livery that much. Um, it's it's not a bad livery, but and it is very true. Like uh, I you think pointed this out before, they've but, done a very good job of keeping it to the style. I think it's. I'm not a huge fan of the livery, um, but I think they've nailed it. It looks like the 2002 AU. Yep. And I didn't like the look of the AUs. I think... At least the FG looks much better than AU. I think, really, it's just not retro enough. Now... No, if you really wanted to pull it off, at least go back to the old super cheap logo. Yeah. I know they're trying to they're trying to stick to the sponsor's oldest one and whatnot, but I think they really should have gone to a... Not a super cheap one. Just an old uh, Ford one and then stuck super cheap on the side of it. So Yeah, yeah, I understand. Like kinda like when Davy Reynolds did the um that green car. Yeah. Yeah. No idea what car that was. Uh what was that car? Forty four or something. It was Yeah, it was like old. Copy. Yeah. But it was cool. Because was. then they still slapped the they just basically same paint scheme. Slap your sponsors on it, you're fine. Yep. But to yeah. be honest, that's kind of what they did in this one. Except for that's not old enough. I know it's not old <laughs> enough. It's only 2012. <laughs> so Why they need to do exactly what they did there, except not look for a super cheap car and look for a cool old car. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be interesting. Like I can't wait to see all the other cars. It's going to be a pretty cool round. It should be. That, um, Supercars is actually not encouraging fans to mm. dress up. Yeah. They're going to have like retro food stands and stuff, apparently. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know about that. Yeah, I was reading yeah. about that. And it's just like, yeah, they're, they're going full into it and they really want to encourage it. So I think it'll be good. Maybe if not all the teams do it, then maybe V8 Supercars need to do a little bit of more encouragement to the teams. But I'm just interested to see what they're going to go at. Like, should they just, like you were saying, choose like, ah, oh, let's go for the old Winfield Fal- yeah. Commodore or whatever, the Falcons. Yep. And go, all right, we're still that the livery Marlboro scheme. and the Winfield and all that, yeah. Except we don't, no no one knows smoke, so, yeah. so it's fine. Um, and do that and then just chuck, like, you know, your logo over the top of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like sign gel, sign gel, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, all the all the teams should, you know, Nissan obviously can go back to the, the early 90s. Oh, when I'd love they to run. see Caruso's car done, like, in the GDR. Yep. I think that's the sort of stuff they need to be doing is the 90s, the 80s, and even the 70s. But mm. um, that's the type of liveries I want to see. Not 2002. Not 2002. ones I still remember on TV. Yeah, look, before 2000 minimum. What about if Triple Eight came out and did like better electrical style, but just with Red Bull? Hey, I don't mind it. <laughs> they probably want some money off better electrical, but... Yeah. <laughs> They, that won't happen. That's a no. stupid call. <laughs> but um, no, it's good to see. They haven't seen any more cars um, yet. But if they come out, we'll chuck them on our Facebook. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's our news section done. Actually, we'll go quick news. Yes, Let's, big um, news in NASCAR. Well, not NASCAR. You haven't seen the video yet. So NASCAR trucks. we got a new thing we can do here. Let's give this a shot. Nemechek right on the bumper of Cole Custer. So what Custer we're watching here is actually the here super trucks. Gives him a bump. This is the last lap. Custer yeah, he's into on. the back of him again. Oh, oh, he just drives him straight off. John and and now he's punted him. They're, the They're not even on the racetrack. They're Who on the dirt. Wow. Side side the oh, he's still going. Uh, oh. I think oh. it looked like Nemechek. It looked like Nemechek to me, but I'm not sure. Surely there's going to be penalties there. That's by both of them. All right. That was stupid. Yeah, that was pretty dangerous. I don't dangerous. know what's happened. At what point did they think, maybe I should just keep my foot flat? <laughs> and then and then there's this bit. The two drivers. John Hunter Nemechek and, wants the flag. And now running. They're not going to give it to him yet. He's going to get oh, punched up. Oh! Oh, the driver's having a punch up. Oh, it wasn't that big. Cole Got tackled. Did not like the way that race ended. No one liked the way that race the way ended. John Hunter Nemechek moved him. That was funny. <laughs> that was so bad. Like, such bad racing. How they're allowed to get that bad, I don't know. Yes, uh, that was unbelievable. While driving along the grass, 
one drove the other car off and then they just keep their foot He just kept pinned. his foot into it. Like, he shouldn't have tapped him the second to last corner to begin with where he already pushed him off. Mm. And I don't know. Like, we only watched the last two turns before the final, <laughs> the checkered flag. But there has to be some backstory assigned to that. But that's just stupid. It is very I'll link the videos in the show if you, in the show notes if you haven't seen it. But uh, it was. What do they say afterwards? Let's watch the interview. All we right. can always cut it later. Well, a lot of emotion. Uh, your thoughts uh, the last lap and uh, after the race. I don't know. We had a really fast truck. Just uh, got taken out. He hit me going into the second to last corner. And then he hit me again. So I don't know what else to do. But. That's how it is, I guess. I caught the double zero there, and um, we didn't wreck him for the win. Um, Revan's racing, but uh, if I would have been in the same spot, he would have done the same thing to me to get a win. Now, I know Cole Custer was a little displeased with you there at the end. Do you plan on having a conversation with him after this? Um, no, we'll, we'll just kind of see where it goes. Um, if we have a conversation, we will. If not, we won't. Wow, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> if we that have a conversation, a we will. And if we have don't have a conversation, we won't. <laughs> Did you see the bloke yes, that's happening? Yes, it is a has Yes. Yes. Ooh. But yeah, that's NASCAR. Woo! Yeah. I guess news is done now. Yep. I think that was fairly successful. Moving on. Formula One. Yes. Pretty boring race. Yeah. There was some stuff happening. There was some stuff. And then there was, you know, Not 40 much. odd laps in between that. God, the I'll start tell you was one pretty thing, cool. though. I forgot how quick these cars can get around this track. Yeah. Because I looked at their going. Far out. 54 laps or whatever it was. I'm like, this is going to take forever. And get up like it's late at night here it's, it starts at 9 30 it finishes at 11 30 i was got up make a coffee come back missed ricardo's overtake <laughs> like, what the hell i found videos of it so i have seen it it was fantastic but god you just get up for like two seconds and you miss a lot yeah that and that overtake was unbelievable it was crazy he come from so far back yeah and it didn't even look that big of a dive originally because he, he wasn't he made it look easy he wasn't Side by side. No, he, he pretty was much way back. Up behind, he was at least way back, back, way back. And then he's brake, he's a brake, brake, brake. He's like, I'm not braking yet. And then, then darts through. Yep. Sorry, I'm doing this with my hands. I know it doesn't show well on the internet, but my hands are doing what the cars are doing. Yes. Look, I think he put it best in his own words, actually, in the, the post-race interview. And he said, oh, I could see that Valtteri had um, seen him. Yep. He said, Valtteri is... Uh, a very fair driver, and I knew that he'd give me room. I think so that's So I just good. went for it. I like the fact that these drive... And Ricardo's already managed to build a reputation that people know that he's going to go for these play- passes, but he's going to be a fair driver. Yeah, he still gave um, some room, some room like, on the exit. I've, I've got the footage here. We'll, we'll load this up. Look how far back he is now. He's still behind him. Boom, that's four or five car lengths back. And then Ricardo drives off. Unbelievable. That was a good move. Brundle said it himself. Pass of the year so far. Yep. No, it was well done. And actually some great passes happened into the first chicane there. Jensen did some great passing there. Yeah, and out of that chicane, he did some good passing yeah, as well. But he passed like two cars going. He passed one car going into it, and then he's like gone up. I don't know how, but he's then passing up the inside again. I can't yeah. whereabouts. It was earlier on in the race. But yeah, he just passed these two cars fantastically well done. And you're like, this guy's not racing next year. Why? Yeah. And no. the pass that he does on um, Alonso was really well too. Yeah, I'm loading this up. They're basically side by side. Is Button going to have a go on his teammate? He is. He's going to go down the inside. Jensen Button on Fernando Alonso. Beautifully controlled. And then very nicely done. Alonso had a nice look up the inside the next corner. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's pretty cheeky. I mean, they both knew. They they gave each other room. It worked out. It was quite nice. But yeah, it was it was good racing. It was good to see Jensen being nice and quick and doing these fantastic overtakes. Yeah, definitely. It was it was great to see Jensen revolve. Um onto the start of the race. Yep. Ham. Went nowhere. Bring it up, mate. Man, so they're all coming in to warm up their tires and park on their grid spots now. Flares. Flares everywhere in this like 
in this crowd. Yeah, they love him in Italy. But there is something about the cars lining up on the grid in on Monza. Like at Monza, when you know they're lining up, it's such a high-speed track. It's, it does produce good racing. It's an exciting track. I can't believe they're thinking about letting it go. Oh, you can't let Monza go. It's got so much history. Formula One should be paying Monza to go to Monza. Yeah. Not the other way around. It's a big slide by Ockham. Yeah, he's some nice big clutch dumps warming the clutch up and the wheel and the tyres. All right, so all the cars. He's making everyone wait. Yep, all the cars are in formation now. Green flag, green flag, green flag, and we should have red lights pretty soon. There we go. One, two, three, four, five red lights. And go. What can he do today? He didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and you look at Patel. He jumped past him straight away. And then Kimi does a big lock up, and so does Felipe. Felipe, I was surprised, didn't hit anyone. I thought he could. I was expecting this to be a crash. I, I thought when I saw Felipe lock the brakes, I went, ah, oh, don't crash. I thought he was... Cause he, he, I was thought he was going to pin up. someone. Yeah, I thought he was going to be straight in the side of someone, but he, he and same did well. As, same as when Kimi... When Kimi popped sideways at the start there, I thought, oh... I mean, he controlled that really well. It w he got that back under control straight away. After the start, Wehrlein, or Verlein, Verlein. you pronounce yep. it, did a great job over the weekend. He's, he was really impressive. He's showing some good form. Like, he qualified really well. Either they've developed this car a bit more. I'm like, I was listening to the, uh, the broadcast and that, and they were talking about that uh, Mana targeted this race before the start of the year, so they actually engineered their car for the Monza round. Yep. They were trying to um, pick up a point here. It was, it's unfortunate it was that they didn't... They had a mechanical failure in his car, and uh, Ocon had problems as well and ended up two laps down, so it's a real shame that. But they... Such a strong effort in the last two races from uh, Verlon. He's really impressed me. He has. Unbelievable. He's one of those drivers, well, to be honest, at the start, I didn't even really pay all that much attention to. I always look at the new drivers coming in, but then you see after a few rounds, you're like, how are they going? Oh, he's not really impressing me. Well, he wasn't. When um, Hariento was driving beside him, he was not he needed really that doing any push him. And now Ocon, they, they don't get along at all. Um, and Most people don't get along with their teammates. Oh, this is from prior oh. racing. Uh, so they don't get along at all. And... Yeah, maybe it's fueled the fire or something. Because Pascal is actually quite a good driver. Oh, yeah. He won the GTM World Championship. Mm -hmm. uh, what was that, in 2014? I think so. Don't quote me. 14 or 15? Maybe it was last year. I'm not sure. No, was he racing? Is this his first year? This is his first year in Formula 1, I think. So anyway, um, yeah, he's doing a great job. And I think maybe now that he's been pushed, he's going a lot better. Sorry, I just want to see... He raced DTM up to 2015. Due to inconsistencies of most teams and drivers, Verline won the title easily, having scored in all rounds except for three. He achieved five podiums, one fastest lap, two wins, and was the first driver to win a championship, having not claimed a pole position throughout his championship season while being the youngest ever DTM champion. So that's not a bad effort. Yeah, no, solid effort. Really good. And he's really, yeah, he's doing really well. In Formula One now, he's picked up his game. He's just, oh, it's just been good. And he was Mercedes' little wonder boy as well. Yeah. So it's good to see him doing well, and that's good for Mercedes. Esteban, good. To very you. solid qualifying. Yeah. But a shocking start. What did he qualify? It was he got into? Um, Esteban qualified tenth. There you go. Yeah, he was the wor He he fell back so far. At the start of the race, it was just unfortunate. Yeah, all that solid effort he put in qualifying and impressed everyone went nowhere. Yeah, I was really impressed that he got up to tenth. Like that's, so I expect if if I expect a has to get into Q three, I expect Grosjean. Yeah, same. It was it was impressive. It, uh, that's it actually really impressed me that he got up that far and he was way ahead of Grosjean. Um, but yeah, just he couldn't hold it together in the race. Ferrari, two-stopping. What did you think of that? Um, 
Do you reckon Hamilton sold on a dummy when he said the tyres are going off? Yeah, I do a little bit. They they I went into a survival bit, mode. A little bit of um gamesmanship. Yeah. Look, I, I'm sure Hamilton's tyres were probably overheated from passing people. Yeah, but he let them cool back down. And then once he let them cool down, they come back to him. So maybe there was some truth in it. But I think Ferrari went to survival instead of aggress- aggressive, aggressive mode. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't super surprised that they went two stops. I well, everyone apart most from people did. Mercedes pretty much went two stop. Yeah, then they went on the hards, which they only had all oh, the mediums, but they only had one set of mediums. Yeah, so it was. I mean, they got it to work. They did long time on them. I was um, really impressed. I know yes. we're just jumping all over the shop, but. Red Bull's pit stop of Ricardo to put him onto the super softs at the end. I think that was a really smart call. Yeah, that that was good pressure, um, and really that's what got him the position over Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, those newer tires, and by he, the time well, because they had the softer rubber, but he shouldn't have beaten Bottas. No, but he did. No, yeah, and that that's that's impressive. And um, he was really happy over like he was, he was. Oh stoked yeah, shaka bra, shaka bra. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was into it. It uh, was, was good to see. And it's good to see him back on that. I think he's he's at his best when he's happy like that. Yeah, he seems like he doesn't have a care in the world. He's just enjoying the fact that he's a Formula One driver and he gets to drive these cars. So the Max show has slowed down a bit now and he can get back to his, the Daniel Ricciardo show. He's proved that he's just, <laughs> a, just a mere mortal. Yep, and uh, he's doing great. He actually... Uh, uh, now we know we lo- he lost a heap of ground at the start, but to return to seventh, I think that was a really good effort. And like, yeah, he solid. just kept it out of trouble when he needed to. Yep, agreed. And these mate. are the type of things that you need to do if you're going to win a championship. Yep. No, he did a, a great job to get it back up there. Um, Red Bull weren't that convincing, to be honest. Um, no, I track. thought they would be closer to Ferrari. I thought they'd be fighting more with Ferrari. But they really didn't look like they could get anywhere near the Ferraris. Yeah, no, they had no chance this at this track. So, which was surprising. I thought after Spa, the how good they looked. I thought, but Spa has a lot more um, uh, high downforce sections. So, mm. Ricardo's pass, that was yeah. unbelievable. Did we touch on that? We did. We I did. think that was the first thing we talked it's about. Fantastic. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It uh, was. And what do you think of uh, Alonso having a good chuckle about the manners uh, we're competing with manner and then making the decision to come in and put on some tyres and do the fastest lap of the race? Mind you, the first time Honda's got the fastest lap of the race in 24 years. I love that he got the fastest lap of the race. Wouldn't you love to put money on that? That must have paid like 50 bucks. Going strong till the end. Grosjean is still out there on 18 laps. Sorry, it was a he may come towards us. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Grosjean may come towards us. <laughs> ah, good. I said this earlier this afternoon. I just love the way that Alonso and Button have just got away with so much at Honda. Oh. They're like, you put us in this shit box for 12 months. Honda have really only just started to look good. They have. And Last uh, they year, really they stepped were up the joke. development this year. And I think that the drivers actually put up with the cars really well. They handled the fact that they were in these crappy cars for 12 months surprisingly yep. well. Very well professional. And now they're just like, I don't care. There are a couple of comedians, actually, <laughs> at some are. points. Like the other round was like, Jensen, he's like, I need a box. It's like, oh, you got to stay out. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be a great afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, then that. It's just, it's just, it's good fun. Everyone's having a good laugh. Another solid race by Nico Rosberg. You can't knock him. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, no, he did everything he needed controlled to. Controlled the race perfectly and it just stayed out in front. He won, it, he won it off the start. Yep. Talking about the start, queued up the start of the race and this should have the onboard of Hamilton. What do you think went wrong there? Well, yeah, when I was watching it and they showed the, the replay of it, it looked like he got a bit of wheel spin off the line and he just never gathered it after that. Um, because I did look. Like, you don't... Let's let's watch it. We'll have a look. In it. And let's watch well, the front row. The start. He's not leaving big black tracks. Alonso. He's not actually leaving any marks. Hamilton by that stage already down in fifth. 
Also, when you watch his onboard, it doesn't light the... The lights don't go... Yeah, it doesn't light the... Uh, Jesus, the massa was lucky. <laughs> yeah. God, look at the start from... I don't know who that is. Jumped over Max. Because Max had a horrible start. Uh, I think that was Hulkenberg. Yeah. And look at Massa go. Jeez. Oh, that was so close up on the Force India. Yeah. Only three cars went to the escape route. On board with Sebastian. Thanks, Ted. Not Ted. Crofty. Reactions from him. Crofty, yes. Quickly recognizing that Hamilton's not getting away and threading the eye of a needle with his Ferrari. They'll be looking in the mirror to see what's around. And they wouldn't want the same problem as the Spanish. Oh, the Spanish. Here's it. This is it. Bogs down. He just didn't get off the line. Like, you just. And then once he gets here, once he gets past. He just basically just like, didn't get away, he just didn't move. Once he got passed by the first four cars, it seems like he just dropped it back a gear anyways. It's like, all right, just hold this position, I guess. It did kind of seem like that, and maybe that was a bit tactical from him. He didn't want to charge into the first corner and get, crash out and lose a whole heap of points. So he just consolidated of what where he was and went, keep my nose clean here and I'll fight to the end. Well, he knows he's got a fast enough car to get past everyone anyway. Yeah. But I did watch the lights on the steering wheel and off the line, it, I don't think they went out of the green. And then no, they didn't go no. very high at all. No. Just like the revs weren't there. Um, myself, no last night, I kind of thought he was in the wrong engine mode, but they didn't make any mention of it no, after the race. No, they said it wasn't driver error. Um, I don't know what's... It could be a clutch bite issue. You can they still get wheel spin. They have a lot of issues with the clutch. They've had so much inconsistencies with their starting. Yeah, the, the Ferraris um are looking Ferraris good again. Ferraris are lightning off the line. Yeah, looking good again. So, uh, I don't know. I, I've got no answers for you there, Michael. But, yes, definite. We've sort of touched on the race and how it sort of was... There's not huge talking points to take away from it. No, other than a few good passes, um, the race was pretty mediocre. It was just uh, uh, Rosberg got out in front, dominated... Kept his nose clean and just kept a good gap and no safety cars to tighten it all up. That could have made it interesting, but other than that, it was um yeah it was it was quite interesting to see some of the good passing. But other than that, not much else. Podium. The podium. That was interesting. That was. Da 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 da. The podium did go on for a while though, like it. Went on longer than normal, a lot longer. I mean, I quite like Eddie Jordan. He's someone that doesn't do the podium all that much. But he's, I don't know, he's just, he doesn't care. He'll say exactly what he thinks. Yeah, I like Eddie as well. He's he's great, um, great presenter. On the podium, when Rosberg and Hamilton first come out, they're not getting many cheers. And then, I've loaded this up here. Sebastian's actually pretty good in Italian. Yeah, he's been practicing pretty heavily. You have to. If you mm. drive for Ferrari, you have to speak Italian. Mm. It's true. Look at that. That shot right there. It was... Sorry, I just get distracted watching it. But it's just crazy to think, see how many people are out there. Nico, a wonderful day for you. This bit, this is interesting. Yeah. He's getting, he gets oh, yeah, booed. I mean, this, this makes it unbelievable. And, uh, and then I think he's worked out like, oh. No one gets booed when they speak Italian. Yep. There you go. Oh, we love you, Nico. <laughs> You're the fantasticest person. <laughs> And then you can see Hamilton somewhere trying to get his phone out to get some Google Translate going. <laughs> so I want some Italian love. This bit. How cool was it hearing them all sing that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
<laughs> Eddie's trying to get control. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know what's going on with it, but I didn't know what was going on too with this thing. I'm messaging you. I'm like, what the hell is going on with this podium today? It was, <laughs> it was magical. It was crazy. great. It was fantastic. It was a great, a great way to end the European race season. Well, yeah, we'll call it the race season. The yeah, last of the, the European, European race. Rounds. Yep. No, it was solid. And now we That's got a great way to finish it, that podium. is It's the podium of the year. It is. 100%. There's no podium like that. I can't see where the people stop along the straight. No, no. And it's a long straight. It's a huge straight. You don't see anything like that. Looking forward. Singapore? Singapore. Who's your pick? Let's make some picks here. Let's make some picks in Singapore. All right. And we'll, we'll just go sand quickly. down after that as well. Quickly. Yeah, we'll just quickly do these. Um... I think Singapore is a good chance for Ferrari to win a race this year, but I also think it's a good one for Red Bull. Um, I'm 50-50 between Vettel and Ricardo in Singapore. It's a big call. Mm -hmm. uh, Mercedes didn't have a good run there last year. They had a lot of problems. And the year before, Nico Rosberg had a lot of problems there with yep. electrical problems and stuff like that, gremlins in the car. I, I agree with you. I, think, I don't think Ferrari... I think Red Bull has moved forward on Ferrari on that type of track. So I think... It is a track that definitely suits the Red Bull. I reckon, yeah, it it, it is going to be an awesome race because honestly, I don't really know which team's going to be the fastest. It's going to have three really quick teams at at um, Singapore. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping uh, Danny can get up, Ricardo. Uh, if not, uh, I think Max Verstappen's in with a good run as well. Uh, Sandown. Sandown. I think we touched on this last week. Um, yeah, we did, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah Triple Eight. Yeah, tri triple triple eight. eight. It's going to be hard to beat them. Yeah. Especially with three quick cars now. Yeah. And thanks for listening, guys. That's all for this week. Yep. Um, yeah, it's nice, nice show. Don't forget to check out our Facebook. We're facebook.com forward slash breaking late. Don't forget to hit us up at our Twitter as well. Yep. At breaking late. At breaking late underscore FM. There you go. And uh, if you've got any questions or whatever, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can just tag us in a um, post or whatever. We'll try and answer it. Or if you want to send us um, any feedback or whatever, you can email it through to us. We're breakinglate at gmail.com. Too easy. So we'll see you guys after Sandown in Singapore. Yep. It's, it's going to be a, a week long break. one. It's, yeah, we got we got a week. Well, we got, we got a weekend in between. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, look forward to those races. I'm, I'm thinking there could be some good races, actually. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, talk to you guys then. Yeah,